Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me tonight, like usual, is my good friend Marty. Party hard, Marty. How are we doing tonight, Marty? I am not too bad, actually, this week. I've uh, been pretty quick, uh, pretty mellow at work, and busy, but meh. Not too bad. I refuse to talk about work this week. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Some of the fair. guys I work with, we have like four or five hardcore listeners. I work with a couple of them. They know what I'm talking about. I ain't got to say anything, and they know what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, I think everybody gets one of those weeks where you're just like, no, don't don't even. Not yeah. not even go in there because I would just go on like a 20-minute rant. Yeah, we'll gr- I'm going to go on a rant maybe later. But, right. Yeah. So we were talking off the air about Burger King. Yeah. So I did the most awesomest, stupidest, retardedest. Oh, sorry, I can't say the R word. I said the, I did the worst thing last night with Burger King. I decided to eat, like, two large onion rings. Oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was interesting today. And somebody, whoever's at work that's always in the... Wrong with you. There's, I'm like, I had to try to get to the bathroom. We got, like, three bathrooms. One, two, three, four. We got four bathrooms. Every time I want to go check one out, it seems like somebody was in there. So someone must have an irregular colon. Wow. You're, you're spoiled. We have one which has a stall and a urinal. And since COVID, they've gone only one person at a time. What? So now we have waiting lines for people to want to go pee. That's just losing money, man. If you're all oh, gonna, it's we're, dumb. If we're going to get COVID, you're going to get COVID. Right. There's we're nothing. all here around each other all day anyways. Although the, the fun part is when, like, the big boss comes barreling across the shop. He's got his ass shoes slink. Oh, yeah. It goes over, and then he sees the lights on, and you just see the frustration in his face. It's like, and the man, vein pops is, out on his right. head. It's like, man, this is your rule. Yeah, you can that, get rid of this anytime yeah, you want. Yeah, Just yeah. take that fucking sign down, and we're good to go. Yeah, get, then you won't have to worry about that turtle crying to crawl out your right. pants. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Sometimes, and I shouldn't say this, but there are times where I, like, watch for him, and then I'll zip in there right away to go, quote, pee for a while. For a while. Just to make him circle a little bit. So what kind of games you got on your phone? You're probably doing that, but whatever. Let's not get that. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so how would the people contact us, Marty? Remember, uh, Facebook is kind of fucked up because Mark Zuckerberg is too busy playing with the drag queen or some shit. Uh, it's, it's Zuckerberg. But no, uh, everybody can get a hold of us. You can follow us on uh, Instagram and Which on you Facebook, still are not doing. Which I'm not. I'm not. Hey, I, I'll get on there. i gotta del- I got to figure out what I want to delete off my phone because I'm starting to run out of room. Okay, well, besides Instagram, how else can they get a hold of us? <laughs> you can also uh, see us at Facebook. At uh, Edge of the Podlights, Edge of the Headlights podcast. <laughs> uh, it's one of those nights already. Oh yeah, and you can get a hold of us at uh, Edge of the Headlights podcast at uh, gmail dot com. So I haven't got any emails. I'm working on it. So I got some feelers out there, but hopefully get some emails. Cause well, I gotta, I gotta do a check on it too. Because a friend of mine the other day said he was gonna send us one on a comment. And it told him that it was inactive and he could not get on. So later tonight, I'm going to send one and see yeah. if it'll go through. Yeah, it said it wasn't a legit. And I'm like, well, I've sent emails to it. Yeah. So, so we'll check it out later. So how are we going to party tonight, Marty? I'm drinking Founders Breakfast Stout. Really wow. good beer. Oh, that is really good, actually. I am also drinking beer of the root variety. Oh, whatever. <laughs> right, right. Tonight we're going to be talking about the Boogeyman. Which I love. I oh. love this. I'm really excited for this. <laughs> the Boogeyman is mentioned in every culture and on every continent of the world, with the exception of Antarctica, which has no indigenous people, which makes sense. Yeah. Did you know there's three categories you can put Boogeyman into? The first is the kind that punish children that misbehave. Second kind that are the more prone to violent and attack both children and adults. Well, the third type is a boogeyman that protects the innocent. Oh, really? Yeah, I never heard of that before. No. So I did a little digging, and I could find nothing. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) The closest I could figure out, maybe after I found a whole bunch of pictures of um, what's his butt, the boogeyman, um, Martin Wright, aka the boogeyman. Oh yeah. From WWE wrestling, yep. is he still alive? I don't know honestly. If he's now, alive. my question is, don't take this the wrong way. With his makeup, is he a black or a white guy? I, I am not sure. They had him so heavily coated in makeup. I'm not even sure I've ever seen a picture of him without all of his makeup stuff on. 
Yeah, because it just confused me. I'm like, I see the little, I don't know if he's black or white. Right. If and, you know, email us. <laughs> right. And, and he's a super talented wrestler, but it's such a shitty gimmick like most WWE stuff. It Is was he the one that spits green a, stuff out of his mouth? Yeah, yeah. He'd come in kind of like a zombie, but not. And he had like worms and shit he would eat. It was, it was very stereotypical WWE over the top. Even way past the gimmick era, they were still pushing gimmick stuff. Well, worms are a good source of protein. Well, they are. Yeah, but they're pretty disgusting. Not not pleasant, no. So, besides him, I couldn't really find any good types, so my conclusion was the Boogeyman types would be good would be Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and maybe the Tooth Fairy? Right. Unless... Maybe the only thing they're protecting is themselves from being open, <laughs> you know? Usually, the Boogeyman is mostly depicted with having claws, talons, sharp teeth, and usually takes a humanoid shape as a universal template. Right. Yeah. But then you got the more interesting ones I found. We're going to go through a few of these. Ooh. The first one is the Brazilian Kuka. It's depicted as a female humanoid alligator. Oh, God. No, I've, I've heard the name, but I guess I've never seen a picture of what it looks this like. This is all off Wikipedia, so if you want to double check it, it's like all on there. Like, right. I found the strangest ones I could find because I never hear any podcasts that'll talk about, like, the normal looking ones and all that, but I think the ones you don't talk about much, like the ones like her. How in the hell would that even operate? Who the hell came up I, with that shit? I, uh, Jesus. I, I have no idea. Because a female humanoid alligator. Right. So maybe they're going off what the Caymans are in South America, as I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Then you have the Booba from Albania, is described as a serpentine monster. Also from Albania. Is a Lubia, so the Buba and Lubia must be sisters. The Lubia is a female demon with an insatiable appetite for flesh of children, especially girls. Huh. The Lubia has many heads, from seven to a hundred, and like the Greek Hydra, it can only be severed. You can sever them, and the only way to keep them from going back is fire. Interesting. Well, it sounds to me like Albania is not a place I would have wanted to be a child. No. Oh, trust me. I got some worse ones in here. <laughs> if you're a child, you may not want to be worried about the boogeyman. Then you have the gooseberry wife was said to guard gooseberry bushes, duh, on the Isle of Wight. It took the shape of a large hairy caterpillar. Ah, that's friendly. That's what probably C.S. Lewis from oh. Alice in Wonderland probably. Oh, God, yeah. Hookah. Hookah, whatever. Uh, that's what he probably caterpillar. used. Yeah. Then in Haiti, you have the Mit Min Wee. A.K.A. the Master of Midnight. Oh, damn. <laughs> and it's depicted as a skinny, two-story tall man who rocks around late at night and eats anyone left on the streets. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's only moderately terrifying. Well, Jesus. that explains all the missing people in Haiti. Unless you're with what? the Clintons, or unless they went to the Clinton Foundation. Then they uh, went, boop, 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 gone. Right. And Epstein Island and all that fun places. That's for whole different reasons of boogeyman. Yeah. In Malta, in Malta I think Malta's by... Italy, Spain? Yeah. Is the Kaka or Gaga, kind of sounds like a Lady Gaga thing, mm. is this gray, slimy-looking creature that roams the streets at night. I also like Lady Gaga before she got famous. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it can smell people's guilt and enter their homes through cracks and fissures, pretty much like Lady Gaga the way she weasels into your head. Hell yeah. Ugh. By extending it, they, we... Basically, gets in your house through cracks fixtures by extending and contracting its snail-like body. <laughs> okay, oh, we're not gonna go down this road. With this this snail. thing only gets worse. I oh know. my god! And no, I, I will not make a Lady Gaga <laughs> snail comment. Okay. Once inside, it would smile at the victim and scare them witless. Jesus, Jesus Christ! That's the perfect example <laughs> of Lady Gaga. Right? All her music, right there. That's it to a T. There's no. There's no. Uh, that's the Gaga. That's where Lady Gaga so Gaga. That's that's it. It is. And I, I can't even hate on Gaga that much because I do actually like some of well, her you have stuff. A, you have a daughter that probably but, listens to it. Uh, it's all right there. It right is. In front of our faces. Yep, she went to Wikipedia and said, oh, what's this in Malta? That's what I'm going to be. She, yeah. She's going to kill us now. She's going to have... She is never going to listen to this program. <laughs> in Australia, you you have the... Oh, fuck. Yara Mayahoo, a large frog-like creature with red hair... Covered in red hair from Aboriginal legend. <laughs> this creature attacks and devours children that misbehave. After it attacks them, it then basically eats them, then spits them back out so they shrink. Then keeps repeating the process till the child is turned into one of the ya, Yara Ma Yahoo. 
them. The Aborigines, man, they don't mess around with monsters no. and stuff. Actually, it's more like they tor- torment you a lot more. Oh, man, no. I, uh, their stuff is so good, man. They're, a lot of their, their culture of the Aborigines in Australia is oh, yeah. extremely fascinating. Just like the dingo ate your baby. Uh, right. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Aboriginals. It, it does not, but it is Australia. I wonder if I wonder if people actually know that that have not watched. I bet a lot of people think it's from Seinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. but I, it came out way in the late seventies. I want to say the way that uh, incident it was, happened. It was eighties, early eighties. When it happened, and then they did a movie of it. in yeah. late eighties, and that, uh, then they did Quigley Down Under. Ah, Quigley. Mm-hmm. Then in Hungary, I like this Hungary one. This is <laughs> you might get kicked out of this. Then in Hungary, you have a creature called the Resfazu Bagoli, aka. The copper penis owl. Nice. This uh, giant owl comes along and scoops up children that are playing in the forest after dark. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, also not a place to be a child, apparently. Yeah, especially with a name like copper penis owl. How, I, don't even, uh, I, I don't even know how people... It's a giant owl. How do people come up with this stuff? I don't even know where to start with you, Hungry. Ugh. <laughs> You got, let's say they got Vlad the Impaler in Transylvania. They got right. werewolves and all this other crap. Then you got a copper penis owl. Throw that into the mix. That's <laughs> and just honestly, wonderful. That, that one is the one that sounds the most horrifying to me. I mean, yeah, because... Werewolves, I get. Vampires, cool, I get. A copper penis owl. No. What what the hell are you on about? Yeah. What is going on here? It'd be a lot different. They could be like, it'd be cooler if it was like a brass penis owl. Right. right. Be like the, they, could go, they could hang out with the brass monkey. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the tungsten dong... <laughs> crow or something. Now we're going to talk about some of the different ways the boogeyman exacts its punishment on children. Most of the time, the boogeyman scares them with its looming presence, or maybe will pinch the offending little child. Then you have the boogeyman that will cap, kidnap the children, and take them away so they can later be eaten or used as slaves for the rest of the lights. Then you have this fucker from Afghanistan. There is a Mada Madar I Al from Afghanistan. This hag is straight up brutal. In what she does. This snag hag goes around slaughtering babies in the crib. Oh. <laughs> slaughtering babies. There's no there's no if ands or buts. There's like, I'm not gonna scare you, I'm just gonna kill you. Yeah, no, slaughtered. That, we that, do not, you know, implies we do not, Yeah, infant side we don't agree to that. No, I mean that that implies something <laughs> more than just killing. It is slaughtering. Like Yeah. That's oh. actually word for word. This yeah. night hag goes around slaughtering babies in the crib. And this is actually from Wikipedia. But and you can't only- spell slaughter without laughter. Are you high? <laughs> I'm the one that's supposed to be getting drunk tonight. And the only way to ward her off is by burning wild rue seeds. Ugh. So I'm guessing rue 21 is the thing. If we, we have all start wearing rue 21 stuff to keep away this night hag. You get the rue seeds till you're, you know, 21. And then, then you're, you're fine. Then you got, here are some other names of boogeymen from other countries. In Africa, they have a tokolos, which everybody's heard. It's yep. a mission. Mischievous water demon spirit. In South America and Hispanic communities, you have the La Llorona, or the Cuckoo, Coco. How do you say it? Uh, it's it's either Coco or Cui Cui is where yeah. I've heard it. But wasn't that an awesome movie from Walt Disney with the same it, name? It, it was. <laughs> I don't think, the guy in development who did that did not think about much where that name came from. <laughs> Hold up, House of Mouse. No, no, let it through. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's like Coco Puffs. <laughs> Kids love it. Yeah. Till they actually dig into it. <laughs> Throughout the Asian cultures, you have the famous Kappa to the lesser-known Bunganese. Mm. In the European and Slavic cultures, you have Baba Yaga and the Vidal water spirits. Then you got, in English, they have Bogarts, Bogarts and Bogarts. While in Ireland, you have the Bodocs, which were used as the main bad guys in the Odd series by Dean Cooper. Yes. Those were a lot of, like, shadow, Bodocs more looking like shadow people. Yeah. You get a chance if you people out there listening, like our five hardened listeners, you should read the odd. You should read the Odd Thomas series. It's really good by Dean Coons. Yeah, very very good. Coons is another one of those offers that uh, he'll take I you one way, then you'll turn Nick at the right turn. I think he's one of those where he's either hit or miss with me. Anyways, his stuff that I like, I really really like, and his stuff that I, I'm not as fond of, I go, nah. yeah. But, but it I, doesn't I, happen often where he comes and hits yeah. something where I'm like, oh, this is not great. I'm trying to figure out if, like, in Odd Thomas series, I don't think he has a dog. Almost in every Dean Coons, but there's a dog as part of the character. 
I'm trying to think if Odd does have one. All I know is Odd, cat, Odd makes really good pancakes from what I hear. Yes. Then you have the great old America versions of the Boogeyman, such as Friday, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Slenderman, Rawhead Rex, oh, which yeah. is a popular one down south, and the Escape Crazies from an Insane Asylum. I'm kind of pissed off. America really doesn't have what it needs. We don't have, like, well, Baba Yaga. We just got, like, oh, that's a guy in a mask with the big back. Right. I think I think maybe if you go down the road that, that some of these are real. You need to keep talking, Marty, because I'm going potty. Okay. Uh, if you go down the road where some of these are real, I think maybe we do have them. We just have not given them a name yet. Uh, like I, I, with all those Freddy and those are more modern creations that we ourselves as a society have turned into a scary boogeyman type story to frighten our children, and likewise frighten me as a child. But I, I don't know. I find uh, I do find it interesting that that is all we have, man, is modern creations. From, I mean, I, granted, some of our great horror greats, Wes Craven, uh, Carpenter with, with Michael Myers. But, yeah, I, I think it is odd that we don't well, have... I could, I remember, I swear to God, one time I looked a while ago on Wikipedia, what, like five years ago, well, I was looking up Boogeyman, and I swear to God I seen, like, a Norwegian one there called Old Red Eyes, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Oh. But now I looked at it, and it's like, I don't see it. I don't know if it's huh. racist to have red eyes or nowadays with our modern society, it sucks. Huh. Also in our modern society, we have the boogeyman such as a cute furry, an- cute furry animals with hearts of gold, like from Monsters, Inc. That oh, save yeah. a child instead of abducting and terrorizing them for the rest of their natural life. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I love Monsters, Inc., and I always will. But, yeah, I mean, they, they, they friendly them up here in the U.S. Wasn't that Walt Disney? No, that was Pixar. Walt, that was Walt Pixar, Disney. yeah. I mean, Randall was awesome, though, let's be honest. Who? Randall, the, the chameleon lizard guy. Steve oh, Bichani. I thought you about the talk. I more like, I got, I, the guy with the mustache, old dude. Oh, that's, yeah. that's really quiet. <laughs> yeah. people. That's more or less me. A couple <laughs> right. guys at work will tell you that I can sneak up on anybody. <laughs> I fit more in with him. Uh, can't remember his name. It was like Chuck or something. Yeah, it's been a while. Now, in modern society, we know that the Boogeyman tales are just cautionary tales, right? Like, don't go to the dark forest full of wolves and bears or near the Raging River during a flood. We know that the Boogeyman doesn't exist. I mean, that's a fanciful imagination of people in the past as they try to explain why people being killed in the dark forest or near rivers. Right? Maybe. I don't think so. I think there's more to it because it was like three years ago, I got a call probably about 11.30 midnight, from a guy who will remain anonymous unless he email, emails me and tells me I can use his name. Well, either way, he calls me. This is a no-bullshit story. This guy calls me, and he's you can, I can hear his kid crying in the background. That's right. why the door on the other side of town. And I hadn't had my – I don't have my – I didn't – it was like – no, shit, it was like four years ago that he called me. And he's like, dude, there's something in my kid's closet growling. I'm like, yeah, no. dog? He's like, No. They don't have any pets in this house. It was right. him and his his daughter had been talking to his younger daughter. It was like two or three, I think, at the time she was. She was like, there's something in my closet. And she's like, they're, like most parents, she's like, no, it's okay. There's right. nothing there. Well, he, his daughter was screaming, and he goes in there, and she's like, there's a point at the closet. The closet door is open, which is always open. And he walks in the room, and he's just standing there trying to console his daughter. Then behind him, he hears a growl. I'm not, <laughs> I'm like. Oh, Jesus. And he's like, and he calls me. He's like, what do I do? I'm like. I don't know. Put salt in front of the door. That's like you're always supposed to do with spirits, and right? They used to say like a week later he moved out of that place. Uh, yeah, that would probably be a good motivator for me to find somewhere new too. Yeah, and that was just in Clark. I mean, any, any any time you're dealing with growling stuff that you can't see in a dark spot is usually never good. You usually, know? the only time I hear growling late at night is when I try to get frisky with the wife, and she's like, "Get the fuck away right. from me!" It's like, Same. "Don't touch me." I'm like, you've already been in bed for two hours. Come on. <laughs> you haven't had a nap yet? Come on. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the most famous of all modern day boogeyman encounters was brought to light by the television program Beyond Fact or Fiction. Oh, yeah. Which was hosted mostly by Jonathan Frakes. Now, he had a gold shirt, blue or red? Well, yeah, he's red. He's red? But in, in Next Generation, they changed up the red. Well, 
Well, the premise of this show, Beyond Belief Fact Fiction, was that the host would tell four to five stories in an hour TV slot. And the audience would have to get which one was real and which were fake. One episode was called Kid in the Closet. And you probably could guess it dealt with the boogeyman. (laughs) (laughs) The story goes like this. An older brother who was about 12 and a couple of his friends torment his younger brother about being scared of the closet monster. The younger, brother, the younger brother who is scared of the closet monster tells his older brother, if you're so brave, why don't you go in the closet and prove me wrong? I've done this. i got two younger brothers. I've done all types oh, of shit yeah. like this. Yeah. Well, I oh, think God. I've told on air about the story about my brother with the grasshopper that I made punch uh, through the paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I – did I tell that? We're only like not even ten episodes deep, and I can't remember what we talked about last right. episode. I, I'm pretty sure we covered it in one of the episodes, yeah. By the way, we'll tell you it again. But, yeah, my brother – He's much bigger than me now. He's like seven one, and he's fully grown. <laughs> but we were living on a farm, and he hated grasshoppers. And here I am outside of that. We lived in a trailer house. And like a trailer, we had a porch, just had a big old plate door. And I'm outside. I'm the outside of the trailer house. He's on the inside of the porch, opposite side of me. And I got this big old green grasshopper. I'm holed up in front of him. And he gets so mad at me for that grasshopper, holding that grasshopper. He punches through the plate glass window when he's inside the house. Uh and I'm like, why, why didn't you go? Why didn't you go? Hang on, we got to pause here a second, folks. Sorry about that. Crisis averted. We'll just have to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we at? What were we talking about? We were talking about Jonathan Frakes, weren't we? Oh, yeah. Now, he's a red shirt, and that deals with... I'm sorry, people. If you're listening to this, you probably don't care about Star Trek, but me and Marty, he kind of likes Star Trek. He's kind of weird. but Right, right. But basically, the premise of the show got... Four or five shows, you got to pick out which one's real. And the one about the closet, blah, blah, blah. Then um, after a little egging, this younger brother eggs his older, makes his older brother's friends egg him on to go into the closet. As soon as the closet door is shut, the older brother starts banging on the door and yelling hysterically to let him out, and something is grabbing him. They don't do anything like typical kids, like, oh, he's just feeding the best, making fun. Right. Well, the other older brother's two friends and the younger brothers open the closet door. Actually, technically, no. If we're going up to the episode, the mom comes in. Yes. And, and the mom comes in after they the sister's like, in the hallway. What's going on? With the I'm trying to, that sister, his sister looked really familiar. I'm trying to figure out where I've seen her before. This episode came out like in 97, but yeah. people had like mullets. Yeah. The youngest brother had like a mullet. I can never grow a mullet. I can more like a crusty clown if I got the big comb over and all that fun <laughs> shit. Uh by the way, the mom comes in, opens the door, and all they see is a pile of clothes and clothes hanging on the rack and the hangers, and that's it. Yeah. And the story at the end of the hour, you find out later that Jonathan, no, I'm sorry, it was not Jonathan Franks. I can't, I got his name here later on. But the host says, yep, this actually happened. This is true. Yeah. This actually, this kid disappeared. Yeah, that, that is, that episode blew my goddamn mind. I'll be honest with you. Watch it. Because I watched pretty much every episode. Because I know. Because I had to rewatch it. Because when I originally told you about it, we are going to do the Boogeyman. I was like, we got to talk about this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought I was in high school. I'm like, no, this episode came out in 97. Yeah. And I was already in the military. Yep. I'm like, I didn't. I don't know. I just had it. So I actually looked it up on YouTube. You can look this YouTube. Yep, you it's up on there. And watch it. They got actually every episode, I think. Yeah. Every season. There's like four or five seasons. Yeah, it went for a while. After looking at the internet, you automatically come to Wikipedia page and it states the kid in the closet is a fictional story but the host said it was fact right so i'm like how in the hell does that work you have the video itself that actually came out national tv saying yes this is real this actually did happen it was, yeah the kid disappeared. Did. The show aired on fox so yeah. i mean it was nationally run show so a little bit more digging around i found another girl that tells the story of someone who worked at the beyond belief tv show and what really happened this anonymous person said that the older brother called out of the closet, through a ceiling tiles, and hid at a friend's house for two weeks before being found. So, what do you think actually happened? Because you got conflicting stories there. Right. I like I said th- this episode. Watching through it, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool story. But I went, yeah, that's obviously one of the bullshit stories for the night. Well, that's the first thing that crossed my yeah. mind. I was like, well, obviously this is a this is a shit story. But thanks, Commander Riker, but you know, it's a good story. And then when he's like, oh, but nope, that one is true. I was like, wait, what? Are you <laughs> shitting me right now? Actually, it wasn't and, Commander Riker. It was James Brolin. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, when Brolin took over. No, Brolin was actually, it was the first season. Episode he was, yeah, two. he was first. He, he was original, yep. Yep. 
and then Frakes took over. Yep, yep. After one first year. season, was it just the one Frakes took season? Over, yeah. But yeah, no, that uh, episode it blew my mind. And then when I had seen later on, and and when this came out, that it was quote bullshit. It was quite a while later. Um, I myself tend to believe that it actually probably was true, honestly. Because I know, or I think originally in the story, they mentioned that there was no way out of that closet. Mm-hmm. There's no mention of ceiling tiles. He could have climbed up. It was a completely sealed room. Also, too, I read a different article, too, where it didn't mention ceiling tiles. It mentioned a hole in the back of the closet. I'm yeah. like, pretty obvious. If I'm a cop, big hole in the back of the oh, closet. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he's going to get ran away. Yeah, oh, he got in the crawl space and took off. Yep. End of story. This would not have gone any further than that, other than, you know, a kid is now missing. Uh, I honestly, I, I tend to think that it actually did happen. I would uh, have why, to. why they backpedal on it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, other, th- other than maybe terrified people out there going, oh shit. Because I mean, that's of all the stories that show did, that is honestly the only one I could tell you right now what happened in the in the show and i've seen every episode way back in the day when it was on yep but it's really the only story that stuck with me because i was like oh god yeah oh, it just it was oh, just god you wouldn't think of that because like some that's an old wives tale why would it be true then right. they turn around they say this is fact right. i'm like it's like it's like what the fuck yeah <laughs> pretty much and and i don't know about you but i've been uh interested in the concept of the boogeyman for Years since I was exactly uh, even before that, just the idea that there is something there. Uh, but yeah, the the uh, the real Ghostbusters yep. series in like eighty five, and also too like, like we're gonna date ourselves like the original Dungeon and Dragons guy. Oh yeah, actually had that one with like the city at the edge of midnight. Yep. That dealt uh, with the same thing too. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, and I don't know the whole concept of boogeyman to me is is a really interesting social one mm-hmm. uh every culture like you said in here and the world has yeah some has correlation some form of it is it that worldwide everyone has figured out they need to scare the shit out of their kids to keep them from doing bad stuff or to go to bed so you can get janky with the wife right or multiple <laughs> wives depending on where yeah, you're yeah, at it depends on where you live yeah yeah but uh or or is it that it's still a leftover of something we knew was out there getting us, whether that be a a, a bigger predator. Yeah, you it's know. like a lot like of people. Same thing with like the closet. It, it's reminiscent of a dark cave, which we know is safe, but at the same time, <laughs> is uh, also my mind where, just went a totally different track. Right? When you said dark closet. I'm like, <laughs> it's similar to a dark cave, and my mind just went straight to the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it really, it's very reminiscent of that that very primeval fear of a dark cave where we know we could be safe there, but there's also a lot of shit in there that wants to kill us. Yeah. Bears are in there. Wolves are in there, you know, and a lot of things too. That I always talk. I did when I was looking up stuff, I'll expect ex- the explanation of the boogeyman. It all deals back with like our caveman in the back of our skull. Right. right it's right. a, it's a the survival thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like you said, exactly what you said, but it's like back then when we were caveman wearing fur loincloths, yeah. like, Oh, I got this, but I'm guess might be in somebody else's tummy here later right. if I don't. See, like in, in the modern era, I don't actually have a functional fear of wolves in the wild because we have guns, and most of the time, if I'm going through there, I have a vehicle I can get in. The only time I'm going to worry about the wolf is when they figure out how to open my door. Then I'm like, oh shit, this is not just a wolf. But I mean, realistically, it's not like before where we had a flint spear and that was what was going to protect us from a pack if you're lucky you had a flint spear but oh yeah it's like a stick yeah ah, you it. know but at this point it's like well i mean yeah there's still a horrifying animal in packs and you're stuck out in the middle of nowhere oh god yeah no mm-hmm. but like i myself actively am not like go to the zoo and be like oh shit wolves yeah. you know but there is that that primeval lizard brain section of you that's like oh that thing can kill me yeah but yeah so you actually think it's true I do. I, I, I honestly, I, I lean towards that. It's like I said, it wasn't. No, years I didn't throw before. out folks. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was years before this story came to light that it. Oh, this is fake. You know. 
I call bullshit it being fake, actually. Yeah, I agree I, with you. I, I call the bullshit being bullshit. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Because you look know, like, at James Brawl and the Arthur, you know, the host. Host. Thanos, Thanos' father. Yeah, Thanos' dad. Yep. If anybody's interested in the, the episode we're talking about, it's like season one, episode two. It's called The Kid in the Closet. Yeah, was it that early in the series? Yeah, it's only the oh, second man. fucking episode. Oh, man. Season one, episode two, The Kid in the Closet. And basically, I did some digging. I actually went to Reddit. Reddit confuses the fuck out of me. <laughs> I need to get on there more. But they got some cool shit. There is some cool stuff. There's some awful stuff on Reddit, too. But there's, I like there's the awful stuff, of, too. I mean, right. Anybody who knows me knows I Reddit. like the awful stuff. It doesn't bother me any. Yeah, you can find a lot of cool stuff in Reddit. Then um, basically at Reddit, this guy said, yes, I personally called this kid, this family, and they said the kid disappeared in Florida. I'm like, that made me think. Remember this, yeah, this Reddit poster, I think his name was Potato in My Ass or some shit. I don't know uh, yeah, what his yeah, handle yeah. was. So that made me think, like, okay, the 90s is when this came out. And there's right. a lot of stuff going on in the 90s, but I'm figuring the story had to be out before then. Yeah, the because, story took place before that. Like, I'm guessing the 80s, but let's just set up the 90s here, because this will play into everything, right. to why this was not brought more to light. Because in the 90s, you had, like, you had a lot of scandals. I'm just going to list off a few of the scandals, and we'll right, talk about right. them <laughs> during the 90s. These are just the ones I could remember. Right. Because I am kind of old. My memory's kind of failing, but... First one that popped to mind was Mike Tyson... Biting Holyfield's ear during a boxing match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then you have the lip-syncing duo of Manili Billy get busted. But I find that them guys are got a bad rap because nowadays they do the same damn shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Look yeah. at Justin Bieber, Britney yeah. Spears. They're, I'm serious. If you can sing and dance like a motherfucker like that, you are lip-syncing. Right. I, I felt bad for, for Rob and Fab, the, the guys from Oh, Billy I didn't know, really know their name. <laughs> yeah. I, I did feel – I mean, one of them, it, it, I think – that and a lot of personal demons, he ended up actually committing suicide. Oh, I didn't know, know that. Always back, and I think that was part of what played into it. Was yeah, because that. nowadays lip syncing is a common thing. Oh yeah, even on MTV that last award show, you could tell she was lip syncing because yep. the way she was moving, like you can't breathe and think at the same yep. time. Yeah, most have... of those shows when they do them live. Well, even even I don't know why they freaked out because even the Macy's Day Parade when they're singing on the float. They're not they're singing. actually singing. Don't lie to me. I they're, love the they're, they're not the, singing. The, 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 it's the, just a recording hey, playing. Hey, and they're just stop, standing. Stop. Don't don't let it. Don't ruin you. my turkey parade day parade. <laughs> you don't ruin the turkey day. <laughs> why, God? Why? Also, during the nineties, you have Ice T comes out with the controversial song uh, "Cop Killer." Yep. And now he plays a cop on syndicated <laughs> television. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I found that because I I do love Ice T. I love his old music, and I do like him as. How an did actor. you see that? I have my notes over here. Were you checking on my notes? No, I didn't. But that's amazing. But yeah, <laughs> no, the the sweet sweet irony when he first kicked up on SVU. I'm like, wait a minute. Because I actually watched. I actually, <laughs> wait a minute. I I watched the video, and I actually, so I'm like, I thought for sure it'd be like a rap song. Fuck no, it's a heavy metal song. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's, I didn't know that. Oh really? I did not know that. Yeah, no. Body Count was actually more uh, a heavy metal band. Yeah, it was like a thrash made. metal. Yep. Because yeah, I'm like hardcore I'm, thrash. I'm metal. thinking There's like some... IC, like NWA. Right. And I'm like, yeah, rap. Nope, thrash metal. No, there there is some <laughs> rap influence in it, but it is definitely all hardcore thrash metal. The whole yeah. album. Yeah, it was a really good album. I've, and I think it sold a shit ton more as soon as the controversy blew up, like most of those things, where they're like, this is horrible, he's talking about killing cops, and all of no, us my age were just like, yeah, no, well, we need to go listen to that. Yeah, and then, yeah, it was a killer album. Then today really he's good. playing a cop on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tutuola. See, it's funny, I'm, I'm looking at all these stuff that I wrote down for the 90s scandal, so I'm like, nowadays no one would bat a fucking eye on this, oh, especially no. this next one. Eddie Murphy gets caught with a transgender hooker. Right. Who would give a fuck nowadays? At, at this point, he would probably win a special award for yeah. for for outreach program or yeah. something. At that time, yeah, he was. I was like, oh his, my god, he with the transgender woman or I man mean, or whatever you want to call it. Right there for a few years. It actually I'm just I need to, I need to clarify something I said yet. I'm I'm sorry if you identify as a female or you identify as a male. I that's fine. But I'm just saying, back in the '90s, yeah. he got called out for that. Oh, yeah. But nowadays, no one would bat an eye at no. it. Because there's actually supermiles out there that are men yeah. that look like smoking hot women. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It confuses me some days. <laughs> I'm like, is that a man or a woman? Where's the Adam's apple? Right. But yeah, no, that uh, actually tanked his movie career for a few for years. For the longest time. They wouldn't touch and it. And he came out as the clump. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That, I, yeah, that would. I would was that was say was. Yeah, that would. Yeah, because right after yep. The Golden Child. 
Yep. Then he like from the Golden Child to Professor the Nutty Professor. He like disappeared. Yeah, well, he, he did some movies, but they were mostly garbage because I think they were self produced. Like stuff. Norbert. <sighs> like like Norbert. <laughs> <laughs> So but then, yeah, I'd say the clumps is what really kind of threw him back on. Yeah, the nutty professor. Like, ah, get in here. You're fine. You're fine. Get in here, Eddie. You then you have the bastard. world's greatest singer, Roseanne Barr, who fucked up the national uh, anthem. That dumb twat. Uh, she just, I don't care if she hears that or not because no. he's just annoying. Yeah, not never been a big fan. Because that's something that I'm military and the national anthem means a lot to me. Right. But I'm like... And she just went out there screeching like a water buffalo yeah. in heat. In- intentionally. I mean, granted, yeah, she, you, she, you you hire somebody that you know is like that, you have to expect she's probably going to do something I like stupid. To, I wonder what happened to the guy that did hire to sing oh, it. I'm sure he was gone. He was probably pummeled in a dark right. alley He's and curb stomped by her. Disappeared. Then you also had the Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee come out with a sex tape. <sighs> yes. That was terrible. I actually watched this thing. It was yeah. disgusting. All I didn't see is his balls. They get, right. I'm and like, I don't want to see his skinny although, ass. <laughs> although the, the one highlight is him honking the boat horn with his dong. Did you get to even that point? No, because I saw oh, his yeah. ass in the air and his balls swinging. I'm like, no, yeah. that's not. I'm done. Yeah, because they were messing around on the boat. And he's like, uh, uh. I'm like, <laughs> well, there's the highlight. This was I in guess. the bedroom that I seen. Must, oh, must, yeah. No, was, they, they had a few of them that came I'm out. Like, it, was, it was terrible. I'm like, yeah. nowadays you got, what the fuck, whatever you got the porn sites and you like see much better nowadays oh yeah then you got Lorena Bobbitt and her fantastic knife skills <laughs> snip snip uh yeah that was scary Actually, what year was that because I want to say right I was down like the in, I'm discovering like a broad right. decade of what happened I say I was like in, still in middle school when that happened we were all just well, like you, oh Jesus what year were you in middle school what year did you graduate I graduated in 93 fuck you're all young Jesus <laughs> Yeah, I think I was still in middle school on the, on that one, and we all of us were just like, "Oh, why would you?" I mean, no, it's hilarious. We giggle our ass off, but oh god. <laughs> yeah. Then you got Paul Rubin, aka Pee Wee Herman, uh, gets caught flogging the bishop in an adult movie theater. Oh, uh, that one still makes me angry, man. Why? Well, actually, his career got better after he, that. Oh, he's amazing. But there was a lot of stuff that came out right around that time with that, showing he was actually somewhere else when this was occurring. When huh? he was supposedly in the theater. Oh, I didn't. I just. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that just made me mad. I'm like, man, I think he just got thrown under the bus. And I, well, I love Paul Rubin. So well, he, he definitely got thrown on the bus for that shitty ass Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie that he was in. Oh, uh, he was the highlight of that movie. Though. He was, but still that movie it, it sucked. Was, it was awful. Even Joss But the TV Whedon, series came out afterwards, right. which is much better. And, and Joss Whedon even hated the movie. <laughs> the reason it was shitty like that, he actually wanted the movie to be more like the series was. But it was his first movie, and the movie execs are like, "Oh no, we need to make it PG thirteen and wacky comedy for kids," and and they dumbed it down, and he didn't know enough to say no. Yeah. So that's when he did a few years later his series. But I'm still like, mad at him. He no, was I'm he dealt this. with Firefly too, didn't he? Oh god. Yeah. Why did he let him cancel it? I, that's yeah. that's a different topic. Right, different episode. Right, that's a right. sore subject. That's a that's, whole that's, that's a that's whole a, Fox issue. Yeah, that's that's a sore subject. Then he also had Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Oh yeah. And they giving the new. Giving new meaning to taking a knee. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, also the most prominent one. Is, well, there's two there. Three. The last three were like the most prominent ones I remember. You have the O.J. Simpson trial. Right. The glove doesn't fit. You must acquit. Right. Then you have M.J. first coming out and figure out that he deals little kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Michael. Then I don't know if you probably remember this one. I was in the military at the time. This one took precedence. Even in the Army, we felt the effects of this. Operation Tailhook. Oh, the one yeah. that started the, the fucking squids. If you're a squid, I love you I'm like a brother. Right, we all, we all. But sometimes you guys gotta quit looking at the booty. Right, right. At least take, don't take pictures of it and spread it around everywhere. And that's even before the uh, internet, goddamn. Yeah. So you know, there's like Polaroids. I'm like, really? Come on, uh, Polaroid. Jesus, they were simpler times. <laughs> these are like the, these are like the 13 major scandals that covered the airs of the nineties. There was more, but I, that's the only ones I could really. Remember. This is interesting thing. This is also the era of John Walsh and the milk carton kids. Yes. If you don't remember John Walsh, maybe remember son Adam Walsh. John Walsh was the host of America's Most Wanted during the 90s, and his son Adam was one of the most publicly talked about abducted children during the 90s. Yes. So my thinking on the missing kid that is televised, so I'm thinking they came out and said it's fact. The program promoted it as a fact that it's going to be. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You think John Walsh would have been like, boom, I've been on top of this because my son went missing. 
and it was terrible what happened to it. We'll talk more about that right. later on in my theory. <laughs> I think if if they would have came out, like you said, if they said this is faith, John Walsh would have came in and crucified whoever broadcasting company, like, oh, you promote this as a, ch- a child gone. Right. But then he finds out that the child never went missing. He would have crucified him. Yeah, I mean, uh, his show was on Fox as well. They were both Fox shows. Yeah. And he were and basically, and for shoddy research, <laughs> for shoddy research, unlike this podcast, and not revealing truth, he would just crucify them. Oh yeah, we do all types. And we I do think, really first rate research on this. Yeah, at, at that time, he had a lot of pull. That was one of the biggest shows Fox had. I mean, let's be real; it, it really did oh yeah, pull in and they got like hundreds and hundreds oh, of yeah. criminals. Yeah. That, oh yeah, like they closed a bunch of cold cases. that have been open yeah, for absolutely. Decades. The stuff they did was pretty phenomenal. See, my, my personal belief is the kid actually disappeared mysteriously, and John Wallace did get a hold of the inf- this information and was told to shut the fuck up and to deal with missing children that could be helped, possibly, and to right. leave this one case alone. So who told him to be quiet? Interesting. My guess would be a group that actually really that acted really similar to the fictional OSIR, which is the Office of Scientific Investigation and Research, that was portrayed on Sci Factor, which was a fictional program yep. that was created by Dan Aykroyd, who had an MIB encounter himself. Yes. I had the, don't think the MIB had anything to do with it, but it's right. but so if any if anything, it was one of the branches of DARPA. I uh, think. Okay. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. That told John Walsh to be quiet and drop the whole case in no uncertain terms. The interesting thing about the Reddit post that talks about this missing closet kit is the mention of Florida. Do you know who else lives in Florida? Uh, I'm not sure. John freaking Walsh. Uh, yeah. Who at one time lived in Hollywood, Florida, where his son Adam was tragically yep. taken from. Do you know where his son's... His remains of his son Adam were found in the town of Vero Beach, Florida, 131 miles north of Hollywood, Florida. Do you know what else is in Florida? Cecil Spaceport in Jacksonville, Florida which is 212 miles from Vero Beach, Florida. Do you know who has a large hand in Cecil Spaceport? I can imagine. DARPA. I can imagine. <laughs> so was, so I'm thinking it was nothing but a couple of DARPA agents came to his house and told John to shut the fuck up. Right. Now, if you add the distances between Hollywood, Florida, Vero Beach, Florida, and the distance to Jacksonville, Florida, you add all three of them together, you get 343. And if you add three numbers together, you get ten. This is where this is where I get really deep here. This you're like this. I was say we're 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 hitting on a deep end here. I've got my <laughs> water wings ready. Yeah. So now with the number ten, I looked up the list of known DARPA jobs by the letter. Oh. So which would turn out to be the letter J, on the Wikipedia page for DARPA, and I found nothing. Really? Yep. There's no letter J in DARPA project. I'm thinking, ah, oh, Dar- DARPA's tricky and shady, you know. They so, are. So they I are. added the one and the zero together, so you get one. <laughs> the number one correlates to the letter A. And they, oh, they have, they have five or six project. But the first one that says sticks out with an A is, is um, the Atlas Robot Project. Oh. oh. Which was created for the exploration and rescue tax. And what better way to explore a possible hostile area than with a robot? So DARPA knows about the creature that we call the Boogeyman, and I hope they're trying to stop him, or it could be trading secrets for otherworldly tech. Because I think DARPA knows all about this, because Florida, 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 Reddit even mentions Florida. Really? Yeah, that's where the, that Reddit post guy said, oh, I yep. talked to family in Florida. Got DARPA, John Walsh, not that he had anything to do with it, but I'm right, saying. Right, but, oh, interesting. I mean, uh... DARPA is scary anyways, because they have their fingers, even the stuff we know about, they have their fingers in a lot of pretty frightening stuff. I'm pretty sure they had a big hand in this, and they told them to be quiet, and it's just like... And with that, uh, with those guys, man, the stuff we don't know about is actually... uh, I don't even want to dig into that with my poor brain. Yeah, you better dig into it. I probably should at some point. No, it's... uh, That is... uh, definitely an interesting theory on that i can't dispute any of it uh like i said i would not put that past an agency like darpa 
to be pulling something like that. I mean, the only people, if John Walsh, if, if your theory holds up and John Walsh did know about this, wanted to be involved with it, it would take somebody probably pretty powerful to tell him to shut up and have him listen because that guy was a fucking pit bull when it came to tracking down uh, oh, yeah. quote monsters, human monsters. Man, who I should were not have kids. broken the seal. It's twice a Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I just wear depends. That's uh, no, I'm, I just I, let I, it fuck roll. You. I'm not that old. I don't need, <laughs> but it depends on the day. So I'm like, so if anybody from DARPA is listening, just tell us what's going on. And I'm not going to throw out my email address because they probably already know it. Right. They probably know right. our blood type. Oh, yeah. Mine's cheesecake, so if you want, <laughs> my blood type is cheesecake, so. <laughs> what? I like cheesecake. Uh, I do, too. I can't I can't lie. No, but just, it's, all, it's I'm going to hate saying this word. I really don't want to say it. Like, synchronicities. Right. Because the Reddit post, that's what, uh, that guy in, on the Reddit post would have never said Florida. I'm like, I would have never gotten on the John Walsh rabbit hole. Right, right, right. But I think it actually makes sense. To me, it does anyway, you know. Right. Yeah, no, it's a it's a crazy off the deep end jump there, man. No, it's not. <laughs> I live at the deep end. I right, can't swim, true, but I live true, at the deep true. end. You're, you're, just, you're the guy who follows the maze from the end back to the beginning. Yeah, pretty right? much. No, it's a, uh, wow, it's, that, that is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. But... I mean, I, like I said, I can't dispute any of it because... All the pieces are there. Yeah. You know. Oh. And I mean, if anybody's going to know. It would be me. <laughs> I was going to say, it's DARPA. has, well, has DARPA, an idea yeah. on. They're just, yeah, that's a whole nother issue and all oh, that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, DARPA's crazy bullshit is a whole show unto itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just even just quick wiki looks on uh, DARPA projects that are known. Some of them are, are borderline scary. I'm trying to figure out. I was on that, <laughs> that wiki page. That's where I got that number right. one from, which is the Atlas robot. But I'm just saying, you think they would have one for every letter? They don't. Like J. They don't have one for J. I'm yeah. like, come on. That's 10th letter. That'd be awesome. That'd be more really good right there. Oh, God. Especially with dealing with robotics. Right. Yeah, no, the, the thing with DARPA projects I always look at, they always go, here's the official what we're doing this for. And with those guys, I'm always looking behind the curtain to be like, what else could they use that for? Like that what creepy are they dog robot. For? Oh. <laughs> the one that opened the door? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Robot yeah. overlords. Yay. Technologically, from that standpoint, it's like, wow, that's cool as shit. You've done the amazing thing. But again, I've also seen and read enough sci-fi to be like, oh, that is that is the first steps to bad shit. Yeah. <laughs> Then, well, we kind of on topic of Boogeyman, but right. well, I went down the robot aisle because robots are evil anyway. They are. Unless they're sex robots, and they're okay. I can't argue with that. No, <laughs> let's be real. If they, they were popping up on the market cheap enough, I'd be like, I'll get a, I'll get a secondhand one. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord, man. <laughs> See, people, Marty did not specify male or female, so he's just going to get a secondhand robot. Yeah, no. I just need a second hand. Let's be honest. Some days I'm tired. Really? It's like, <laughs> come on. If you could see this, only like a finger like an right, inch apart. Right. Come on, Marty. I've seen your junk. <laughs> and you were giving me bonus on that one, so. I know. No, but the Boogeyman is actually a terrifying creature. A lot of kids do have night terrors dealing with it. Yes. It's just something that's, I think it's a lot of it. I still believe that kid actually did spirit closet. Yes. But a lot of it's just like, like you said, the lizard part of our mind, the reptile part of our mind. That has that unnatural fear of the dark. Yeah, yeah. that we what's, eventually what's do grow out of. Most people do. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I I did pretty quickly. I'm actually more comfortable at night than being out in the day, which is messed up. I actually get angry at my neighbors when they leave their porch lights on at night. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I got you're ruining <laughs> you're ruining the the beautifulness of this dark by your stupid security light. <laughs> you know where you know you know them up I that apartment complex middle that made of that big house. Oh yeah. Close to where you live. I yeah. used to live there. And there's a friend of mine I would babysit her kid for. Her. That was just like ten years ago or twelve years ago. And she went to the bar and she had the terrible fear of the movie. Darkness Falls. Oh, yeah. And if no one's ever seen the movie Darkness Falls, it deals with, like, somebody basically imprisoned the Tooth Fairy in this light tower, and it's killing people throughout yeah. the movie. Well, when she watched that. She went out to the bar said, yeah, I'll watch your kid with her. I had my two other kids. The ex-wife yeah. went out there. And, 
and they come back and I basically see them coming up and I'm like, I'm going to scare the fuck out of them. Kids are asleep. I'm like, I got to put a mask on. And I'm like, I go wait in the bushes and I jump out at her. You know what she does? She doesn't try to get back. She just gets out of the car. She doesn't try to get back into the fucking car. She's like, ah, she backs up against her. I'm like, why didn't you just get in the car? Right. And she actually peed herself. I thought it was quite funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too much fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, but see, like, Tooth Fairy got Darkness Fall. There's all types of movies out there dealing with, like, the Boogeyman. Like, right. I think that movie called The Boogeyman, that was a terrible movie, I thought. It wasn't the worst movie I've seen, but I was expecting a lot more. Uh, the the crappy sequels they knocked out off of it, far worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was, that was, maybe it's because I'm jaded and I've seen a lot of horror, but. Yeah. Both you and me both. Just, yeah, it just kind of failed on the marks of, of hitting what should be good. Yeah. It's like. It had its moments, but. Oh, you know, just popped in my little melon. Jeepers Creepers. Ah. 23 years is up this year. Right? <laughs> Dude, that, uh, that movie's brilliant. If nobody, if you have not seen Jeepers Creepers, that is probably the The first best. one is really good. Second oh, yeah. one's, yeah. eh. Yeah. But yeah, Mediocre. it was probably the best new style to come out. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I've loved that movie, man. That yeah, because it was a pretty graphic movie. in a few parts. Yeah, like the dismembered party oh, parts yeah. that were sewn together in the cave where, yep. he, where he put his cum and spit or whatever gets yep. swallowed. No, that, uh, yeah, no, that was probably the best new modern monster we've seen in probably two decades. Probably. Oh, yeah, so easily. Very, very good. Unless you get a chance, people, you can watch Clive Barker's Rawhead Rex. It's hard to find. It is. It is yeah. very hard to find. Also, for the one scene they're always stuck in my head in that... I don't care if we ruin it or not. If you haven't seen it, if you know if you know who Rawhead Rex is when we said it, this movie. If you've seen this movie, it probably popped right in your head, like right. the, like the golden shower scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the yeah. scene that always sticks in my head for some odd reason. Yeah, no, I tried to find that movie for years and could not find it. And actually, when probably late nineties, well, you used, your job where you used to work like at Chapco, right. they had it every Halloween. I yeah. think they had a couple Halloweens. Well, this was way before that. Oh. But we ended up actually finding it. There was a little video store in Brookings that had a lot of oddball stuff. Yeah. And me and my friend actually were like, holy shit, they've got Clive Barker's Rawhead Rex. I need to see this. Yes, this is when Clive Barker, that was actually his first movie way before Hellraiser. Oh, yeah, yeah way before. It was It was a long Did time Did he do Pumpkinhead? No. No, no, no. Oh. Great movie, but yeah, no. Yeah. Now we're on the movies. Every time, we, we, you know what? We do. You know what? We're just going to do an episode. You guys are in for a treat because we're going to pick out a movie, and I already have one off to the side. And we're just going to do a round table. We need to find a third person. Oh, yeah. And we can just do like a round table about this movie we want to watch. I think. Right. But otherwise, good. I got the boogeyman. I think the kid disappeared. And there is something there that we can't quite explain. Right. And like I said earlier, I think, I think especially like in America, we do probably have a boogeyman type creature around. I think it's a universal thing. Mm-hmm. But we just don't have a... a singular name for it i think it's multiple things that we've called different stuff over the years yeah. depending on what we at the time think this is yeah and i can pretty i can hear people saying well how did he come up with darpa well it's not just that darpa just happened to fall into the same state right but if you look even like west germer from sasol chronicles he's the first one i heard mention this you have these government people right the government knows about this i don't this is not my conspiracy side. The government knows about a lot of things. So they're right. just not going to tell us because 99% of the population cannot mentally handle if they were told the truth. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. Me and Marty, are, I guarantee you are in the 1%. If an alien landed on my front yard, I'd be like, fuck, I got a baseball bat. I better fuck the fuck you want. <laughs> I don't. What's it doing? Is it bringing us fucking Reese's Pieces or does he have a gun? You know. See, there's people out there that are like, they see strange lights. I, my brother... The one that looks like a fat Hutterite. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesse. He knows. He, he'll never listen to this podcast. I'm not worried about right. it. But some of the guys listen knows my brother Jesse. He actually does not. He thinks I'm so full of shit when I talk about this stuff. But I'm not going to devolve something that happened to him. Right. Something did happen to him, and he asked me about it. And I said, yeah, that's that. Yeah. But that's he's like in that 99 percentile. And everybody says, oh, disclosure and all this most people can't handle, handle something in their closet. We're so scared of the dark. How can we deal with something that totally, completely alien to even our concept? Yeah, yeah. Of what is. we think, what we think is something could be totally opposite. And it's just, it's just our mind. Some people's minds are not able to handle that. Yeah, they just fracture. 
Yeah, and that's I can't argue with that. I, I totally agree with that. Absolutely. I know everybody's like, oh, they need to tell us this, tell us that. I look at the stuff that they've done and have eventually told us. And it <laughs> took them many, many years to tell yeah, us. Yeah, half the shit they told us, they, why, what do you want to know about? Because who knows what we gained. Oh, yeah. What did we gain by our own loss? Right, right. But yeah, I think in, in general, the public would not handle it well. I, I know they, they always talk about, you know, oh, maybe they're saying it because they're afraid. That... Just look at what happened in the last year. People oh, can't handle that very yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and that's just a, a virus kicking up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I know a lot of people, a lot of supporters of, of the paranormal are like, well, they just need to tell us because the people can handle it better than they think. It's like, I don't think you understand people as well as you think. Exactly. It's people not, it's not, as a whole are stupid. You don't, you, can't, you don't need to be scared of the paranormal. It's the people that are affected by what you tell them. They're really stu- right. People do stupid shit all I mean, the time. Look at a year ago, this time a year ago. <laughs> Yeah. There were people arguing and lining up outside my part-time job on truck morning to pile up and get toilet paper. Why? Because they thought they were supposed to get toilet paper. I mean, it, I it, wonder they who went started insane. that whole thing about toilet paper. I, I don't know. I think it, it was probably some of the paranoid Facebookers that get no, on but there. Who in the fuck right. in their right minds? Oh, let's stockpile toilet paper so I can wipe my ass, dude. You need to worry about eating first so you can have yeah. something to poop out. <laughs> right. like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little while after we got back from Seattle and all that blew up. Where all of a sudden, like, I we still blame like, you for bringing it back to South Dakota. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, it was like everybody started freaking out. And we had already just bought some. And I'm just like, what what, what are you people doing? Yeah. I said I would, I would be at my part-time job uh, in retail. And we would have, like, line of eight people there. All of them have toilet paper packed up. The first three are like, we got to make sure we get our toilet paper. And then you would see, you know, Bubba Bo Bob, fourth guy in line with arms of toilet paper. I don't know why everybody's buying toilet paper, but I figure I better buy some, too. It's like, Jesus Christ, man, this is part of the problem. You are all sheepling right through here, and we're running out of shit. And you're most likely these people that buy the toilet paper. We're just using that as an example for, like, how people can deal with the paranormal, which is not going to be a very good deal Mm-mm. because i, I I'm, I'm at loss because to get these people that already bought toilet paper probably had like 10 rolls at home like oh yeah unless you take a roll to wipe your ass at one time you don't really need that much toilet paper no good god no but yeah no the, the humanity as in, in general as a species is very skittish uh we are much like little rabbits out in the garden yeah, it's always worried one about that starts, shadow of a sparrow. Is it yeah. a sparrow or a hawk? Right. The the one that runs and everyone else goes, fuck, they're running. we got to run too. Yeah. You know, and that is kind of how that domino affects into people going crazy over something. Yeah. I mean, I, I can, if the government And that's just over something as simple as, I might run out of toilet paper. Right. And if I was to tell, if you, were, if you and me were to tell somebody, yeah, there's something that can go in and out of your closet, they would lose their shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely, there's... That'd make him use a couple rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> and most of us aren't even really sure how it's doing it, but it can come in and out whenever it feels like. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to scare the shit out of your children. But, yep. you know, everything's cool. Yeah. And I think a lot of that problem, too, is some of these things are big enough that it, it shakes the very foundation of of what we base everything on. Exactly. It, it shakes our entire view of not just our world, but everything else around us. Yep. And, unless you're, unless you're completely jaded and it's like, say, fuck it. It yeah. is what it is. I mean, that, that's that's a lot for a lot of people to handle. There are a lot of people who have never put that much forethought into any of this kind of stuff. I'm not even talking just paranormal, but anything outside of their daily routine. Mm-hmm. And you have something that major where you would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we know that there are, you know, aliens here that have been coming. We know there's these things in your closets that are so might be paradimensional. We don't really know. They come and go. Yeah, they, they do what the fuck, mom. We can't stop them. You know, my question you're is, fine. I'm sure you're you know, safe. Like we were talking about, so, Marty, what kind of, do you have a go bag in your vehicle? I actually do not. I have I'm one in one every of those. vehicle. <laughs> Except for the, the different vehicle we're getting today. Uh, yet. <laughs> yet. This I, I actually <laughs> don't, because I'm one of those where I'm just like, eh, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. Although, 
I have a go bag in it, every vehicle that I own except for the one now. Right. When, when it comes to my own home, I have weapons everywhere. It's just not what it's like. You know. Go bags but, are a little bit more important. Oh, yeah. Because you have to be able to get home to get right. to that. that. That's what I'm saying. I have that, but I do not have. I, I actually don't because I'm just one that went, nah, fuck it. You know, bad things happen. I'll figure it out. It's <laughs> just kind of how I do most things. I coast along and go, well, shit. Yep. Well, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> so we're talking about survival gear now. Let's get off that. Let's uh, let's finish up on this boogeyman. Right. Thing. So what is your whole view on this? And we'll finish out that. You, t- you tell your view and I'll tell my view. For boogeyman yeah. itself? Yeah. Well, I think we've discussed that like 10 right. times already. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think there is actually things that we know of at least distantly that we are aware that there are things that could be in there, you know? And like we said, some of that goes back to a primitive mindset, but some of it is not. I mean, there's gotta be a kernel of something there that has given us that fear and comes up with these stories. Like I said, I, I, up until I saw the story of that kid, it was always one of those where it's like, Oh, it's interesting. I think there could be, but that story, I was just like, my mm. brain just went, oh, shit. Yep. Yeah, that, that's that's your sanctum sanctorum, if you will. This is your, your bedroom where you should feel safest. And something could be popping in and out of there. Not just necessarily, oh, it's haunted. This is a, a physical being. Well, that, as long as I think if something pops out of the closet and lets me be the big spoon, I'd be all right with it. Right, right. Is it <laughs> cozy and cuddly? Yeah. But, but I would have to agree with you. I think there is something out there that we're not – people. certain people higher up in the government know about. Because I mentioned West Germer. I didn't finish that story. Right. I lost my train of thought because we got talking about something else. But West Germer on Sasquatch Chronicles talks about this guy in the nice business suit oh, and the God. biker jacket. And that's – and he says this guy's the government helped cover up Bigfoot. I'm like, I'm pretty sure them same guys that helped cover up Bigfoot also help cover up all the other shit that does go bump in the night. There right. is, I know that sounds really corny to say, but there is shit out there that it goes does go bump in the night. Yeah. Maybe not in South Dakota so much, but like in the more wilder parts, but I don't like South Dakota is pretty sparse, but right. But I but believe in, the government does know there's something out there. Yeah, in, in, in the big, big world, I think there are a lot of these things that we have turned into uh, – Ghost Tales. stories, horror stories, you know, whatever. That I think they there are out there, and I think there are groups that are. Their whole job is to keep them wrapped up, yep. you know, keep them undercover, and keep them knocked down so that we are not. And Larry Korea, if you're listening to this, uh, love your series because you're pretty yeah. much what we're talking about right hell there, yeah, man. I think uh, actually, I don't know Larry Korea. I just read his books. Right. But I think he actually had a Bigfoot encounter because that's, I think, that's why he created Frank's and oh, oh, the other guy. Oh, yeah. I think he actually did have a Bigfoot encounter. But right. I could be completely wrong. Sorry, Larry, Korea, if I was wrong. But right. I think you had, I think personally, I think you had an incident with Bigfoot. Yeah. Now, uh, anybody that has never checked out his books, you need to. If you yes, love Monster stuff. Hunters International is an awesome book series. I have all of them. Yeah. And they're just, oh, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. Just fun action, lots of good stuff. And Guns, Frank's monsters, is, and violence. Right. What else can you ask for? And lots of lots of dark humor, really dark humor. And oh, Frank's yeah. is frankly one of the best characters. Yep. Oh, just not just in that series, but anywhere. Just a great character. Yep. He, 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 to, basically, I think he was called the Boogeyman once throughout yeah, the book series yeah. too. Now, hats so, off to Korea for for have you got the anything, whole world he's got there. Oh yeah. So have you got anything else, Marty? I do not, but. Uh, Anybody who wants to check out some fun Boogeyman stuff, I would suggest Real Ghostbusters Season 1 with the Boogeyman. Oh, was that in Season 1? Yeah. I think the first one yep. was in Season 1. And That's then he like did a the comeback. Ghostbusters, Real Ghostbusters called The Boogeyman Cometh. Yep. And then they did a second one with him as a callback in like Season 2 or 3. Then they had the Harry Houdini one. That's kind yep. of like dealing with the same principle. But, you know, just a, a fun cartoon to kick back and watch with. And great Boogeyman episode. And go check out the... Uh, uh, Beyond Belief story yep. with the kid in the Find closet. Find them all on YouTube and everything. Yep. So just kind of like like I said, if nothing else, just kind of jogs your brain to be like, oh shit, yep. you know what if? And as, if you have any boogeyman stories you'd like to send us, gladly we'll gladly take them. Send them to the Edge of the Headlights podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, we'd we'll, love to read through them. Oh yes, we would. So have you got anything else, Marty? 
I do not. I think that'll wrap me up for the week. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Everybody have fun. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.